The following was originally broadcast on Northumberland 89.7 FM. For more podcasts and learn more about us, go to northumberland897.ca. And thank you for downloading this podcast. Today we're going to focus on 10,000 Villages, and I have on the line with me Derek Cunningham. You're the manager of the Coburg location. If you could take a moment and tell our listeners how the store came to be in Coburg and what the store actually has in it. 10,000 Villages is North America's oldest fair trade retailer. It's a nonprofit organization staffed primarily by volunteers. The mandate of 10,000 Villages has always been to work with artisans in developing countries to bring their products and their stories to North American markets. Fair trade is all about giving the producer a fair wage and not having any kind of sweatshop labor or child labor in the process that everyone has a fair wage so that they can plan for their families and their futures to provide education for their kids. So we stock product from about 30 different developing countries. And the journey for the Coburg store started in 2007 when a couple of friends of, and, and I, uh, Barb and Roger Henderson and myself, got together and we had this understanding of fair trade. We liked the philosophy. We thought about having a store in Coburg. And all you needed to do was put together a board of directors and a business plan and take it to 10,000 villages to pitch it to them. And if they liked it and they thought it was viable, then they would grant you the opportunity to open a store and run it. In 2013, after the recession in 2008-2009, 10,000 villages was experiencing difficulty. And in 2018, they had another downsizing. They were in year two of a strategic plan to try to recover. But in 2020, even before COVID, they had to make the decision to close down all the corporate operations across Canada. Of the seven stores that did stay open, there's only two in Ontario, correct? That's correct. And uh, here in Coburg and in Port Colborne, Port Colborne and two stores in Alberta actually made the decision not to continue with the brand because of the agreement that we have to be under to carry the brand for the past year. And so Port Colborne is actually rebranded as Villages Port Colborne. So that makes Coburg the last 10,000 villages in eastern Canada. Let's talk about how the world changed for your store in March 2020. I became the lonely Maytag repairman version of the fair trader in the store. The board asked that volunteers stay at home while stay-at-home orders were in effect. I worked in the store to do curbside. We often do uh, a lot of sales on the road to different communities uh, in Ontario at Christmas time. It's a, it's a big portion of our sales income um, during the Christmas season. We wouldn't be able to do that because you can't have a group of people come shopping in a church hall somewhere in Simcoe, Ontario, where we do a sale every year. So we jumped in and we we, uh, didn't build a web store because we weren't able to build a web store under the agreement we're currently under. So we did this next best thing. We built a product catalog that we put online and that provided a really great snapshot of how a web store might work and all the learnings from that. And we've been shipping all over Ontario since uh, October of 2020. And it really helped uh, uh, move us through the Christmas season with the the sales that were lost from being able to take product on the road. It It was quite a big help. We were always open for curbside and for and deliveries if people wanted deliveries locally. Certainly, we have a big following in our coffee club who love the fair trade coffee that we have from Level Ground Trading. And so people had to come for their coffee because we needed lots of comforts during COVID. So we <laughs> Absolutely. were able to uh, provide that at curbside in many, many bags. One thing that has just occurred to me while we talk about the effect of the pandemic here in Ontario and specifically at your store in Coburg, what was the effect of the pandemic 
on all of the different countries and artisans that you dealt with, I have to imagine it would have been difficult for them to A, maybe find work or be able to get materials to be able to do the work and then be able to find ways to get it out of the country. Yeah, that is a really good question. And if 10,000 Villages Canada had been around, I could probably answer it more fully because they had direct contact with artisan groups all over the world and we would have gotten reports of how things were going. But I don't have that kind of information since there's no 10,000 Villages Canada. But I do have, I do know, and I assume it will be a parallel story to most artisan groups is the rugs that we have coming in for our rug sale. I, I know the uh, the people who run the rug program, they are in constant contact with Pakistan where all the rugs are hand knotted and Pakistan, like everywhere else, had moments where caseloads were climbing you know, exponentially and it was interesting because some fair trade products were able to be made in the home, like embroidery work or those type of things. The rug looms from the Pakistan rug artisans are built in their homes so they can weave rugs whenever it suits their family schedule. I mean, if it's harvest time, they're not going to be doing a lot in the rugs. They're going to be out in the field to bring in harvest, all those type of things that need to get done. During COVID, if other work or other employment wasn't available, they still had the looms in their family home, so they could still knot rugs. And the rugs are paid for by the knot count, not by how quickly you get it done. A 9 by 12 Persian rug can take a family of five up to 14, 15 months to complete that rug. What kind of a knot count would be in a rug that size? uh, That has 512 knots per square inch. Per square inch. Yeah, it's well over a million knots that are tied by hand. So really, for one person to make this, that's... Oh, it's impossible. Yeah. And because the rug is so wide, uh, the family members, and I may mean a sister and a brother and two cousins, you know, they're all located relatively in the same village. They will be the ones that work on the rugs, and they'll sit side by side and, you know, talk about their day and talk about all the family news as they're tying in knots because it's so, their hands just move very quickly. I've seen videos of up and tying knots. But back to the point, I mean, they had this opportunity for income through fair trade, even if other employment opportunities had disappeared because of COVID and lockdowns in their country. Have there been changes that you've been, as an organization, been forced to put in place that as we are now getting to the point of having more vaccinations and relaxing some of the restrictions that you can see continuing with going forward? Yeah, we've had to, well, the whole the whole trial period with the catalog since last October has been very, very instructive and we've been doing a lot of shipping. Um, and so we have a sense of what might be the reality once we put the web store online, because it's not just for people locally, it's for all the people who have lost their 10,000 villages store. I mean, not a week goes by, and at Christmas time, it was daily, I, I got a, I would get a call, but we used to have a store here, and I'm looking for, and I always used to buy fair trade products for Christmas, and it's like, yeah, we can help. We have an understanding of the volume that maybe is going to happen once we go live with a web store later on, early fall, end of the summer. And it very well might be that we're going to need to hire a new person because this might not be a volunteer responsibility. It might be something that it needs to be a paid responsibility to, to look after web store fulfillment. So we're, we're having those kind of growing pains right now, but it's exciting and it's challenging and we're growing into that. I'm going to give you an opportunity to tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you, where the store is located, phone number, website, all that kind of stuff. store is located at 16 King Street West in downtown Coburg. The telephone number is 905-373-1617. Our lookbook, our online catalog, can be found at www.fairisfairtrade.org. I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to us today and telling us about what it was like to evolve with this business through the pandemic. And I would like to invite the rest of Northumberland County to focus on 10,000 villages.